0: The reviews are in. Barbie's hot.
1: Barbie's hot. Have you seen?
0: Everyone says it's good.
1: Have you seen the scene with uh, um, Simu? I've seen nothing. And um, and Ryan Gosling.
0: No, I, I saw that Simu was in it, maybe. But uh, yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen a thing besides pictures.
1: Yeah. No. It, it it it's hysterical. Yeah, I, the scene's really funny. I read
0: a thing that said like. Oh, it's PG thirteen, they're gonna try to make it, you know, like Shrek esque. Like throw fly over the radar little kids' heads, but make it adult. My humor. understanding
1: is the word motherfucker is in it, so that's really not over anybody's head, I don't think. Yeah,
0: that's not very PG thirteen. No, it's not. Um I wonder what I, like obviously it's very difficult. Like it's easy to say, like, oh, be funny for everyone. Yeah. But like Shrek did it so well. Uh yeah, Shrek was really smart, had a really smart script. Do you know what I mean? We're like yeah. Eight-year-olds aren't going to get it, 12-year-olds are going to raise an eyebrow, <laughs> and then 18-year-olds and adults are going to laugh. But Looney Tunes was like that, too. They're just, pretty good. The, the
1: old ones. Yeah. Like, you had to know.
0: They are pretty good. They weren't, yeah, as, like, maybe sexual as Shrek sneaks in, but they were no, definitely no. snuck in adult shit. No. This, but I just wonder why that's not, like, the norm. Because it obviously will hit every audience. Yeah. I got to see if I can if I catch this as it, as
1: it comes around. I don't know if we'll get um, flagged for this, but whatever.
0: If I wasn't severely injured, I would beat
1: you off right now, Ken. I'll beat off with you any day, Ken. Hold my ice cream, Ken. All right, Ken, you're on. You look scared. Let's he beach off. Anyone who wants to beat him off has to beat me off I'll first. Beach. I will beat both of you off at the same time. But you don't even know how to beat
0: yourself off. How are you going to oh. beat both of us can can off? can't beat yourself off. I'm going to beat both on, of us I'm off. Beach. Nobody's going to beat anyone off. Looks like this. Piece. <laughs> Who's the black on the background? Looks like a young Aubrey Marcus. Is Aubrey Marcus not Aubrey Marcus? Aubrey Graham. I. Uh,
1: he's been in a bunch of stuff.
0: Wow. Yeah, he looks like Drake.
1: Uh yeah, he. Yeah, for sure. I. I. Anyway, that I saw that clip this morning it cracked me up.
0: Yeah, it's a little more <laughs> crack me up upfront than maybe a Shrek.
1: Yeah. Um. It made a lot of money. This the com combination of um. Okay, so Barbie is the biggest opening by a female director ever. ever. Uh, Sacramento's own Greta Gerwig.
0: Oh, I didn't know she made it.
1: Directed that, Yeah. Wrote it with That's her husband. The, uh, Lady Bird? Lady Bird. Yep.
0: That's cool. I didn't know she made that. Yeah. That's cool, then. Because like Lady Bird, although it did well and probably like got some awards and shit, it was still like underground. Yeah. In a way.
1: In a way. The uh, brother of one of my son, Jake's like grammar school friends uh, was real close friends with Greta Gerwig.
0: Is she? Is she my age? uh
1: she's a she's got to be a little bit older because you're yeah because you're a little bit younger than jake and so uh, probably like maybe three years old it was saint
0: francis right
1: uh yeah she went to saint francis because
0: there's another girl i know uh that was in like pitch perfect in very hollywood that's my grade from i think maybe loretto though oh yeah she was in pitch perfect and she dated adam divine levine Divine. divine dated him for a bit yeah so she's running like that he's a wild card yeah, he just came out with something. Oh, it was a Netflix movie. I watched it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Very yeah. very Netflix. That's yeah, I was
1: gonna say that's the thing to say about Netflix for sure.
0: Yeah, I was just talking to a friend how I guess Barbie and obviously it's getting hype and it's cool that it turned out decent. Uh but that was every summer and I kinda missed that. Because we're obviously hitting the lull from pandemic right, right. movies being produced. But every summer, you'd have like five movies that, were, that you could kind of get excited about. Big bu- Buck Busters. Yeah. They ain't got to yeah. be great, but just something to kind of get excited about. And now there's not that many. My prediction, because me and Abby were talking about the money coming in. Because what? Barbie like, uh, did like 45% better than Oppenheimer? Uh,
1: Oppenheimer, yeah. I, I read with, uh, Oppenheimer did like 50-something. Yeah, and and they did like 144 something. or no. 99 whatever it is. Yeah, it's a close yeah, close to it, half a ratio. It, it, yeah, yeah.
0: My prediction is in the next 2 weeks Oppenheimer will close that gap. Oh, well, that's a possibility. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll see. Cuz we'll everyone see. says uh, obviously they say Barbie's good, but it's just a different type of movie. Everyone says Oppenheimer's like art. Oh, uh, yes, like it's fucking good. Classic, yeah. timeless, whatever yeah. whatever. They say whatever. Nolan's best original ever.
1: Probably so. Yeah. Um uh the thing about Barbie though is uh because it's not available on any anything else yet the uh, The chance that people will go back and see it is openheimer
0: you can get it on hulu or some no. bullshit oh.
1: no but like it's fucking three hours long so uh, true and it's you're not old, gonna
0: go back and see it again and, and the again demographics again. less right Because yeah, it's whereas just adults barbie it, people will go yeah. a bunch of times and, and their the, marketing was crazy yeah so
1: funny yeah their market was everywhere so nuts
0: yeah i didn't know simu's in it yeah i didn't either until i saw that clip our, but our fellow Barbara brigade friend all the guys are called ken yeah, it makes sense. It's like a multiverse of dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I, I think. Ev- I guess even though their marketing was so good, one thing they didn't do well is show that it's not for kids. Because yeah. I only heard that from people that went and saw it. Yeah, you know, and they obviously that clip. But <laughs> yeah, if you don't see any of that and you just see like the the little towns they pop up or the Corvettes they're driving around or the posters, right, you right. think oh it's probably just for kids. And then I until people went, then they told me oh no. It's actually good, and it's for adults, so maybe if that, you're right, if that rumor spreads, more folks will show up. Probably so. Probably so. Um, we were just talking about the fact
1: that uh, Brawny James
0: yeah, cardiac had, arrest. had a
1: cardiac arrest, and that kind of cardiac arrest is not all that uncommon for teenagers, uh, oh, teenage uh, boys particularly.
0: I heard for some reason uh, the, uh, the black community actually uh, has a higher percent in... Athletes and other, yeah, guess, and backgrounds. I, my wife was saying this morning, the trick is that, like, if they if
1: they can put them on a, a um, you know an AED, an automated um, pacemaker, and get them to cardio, convert, they're they're just fine
0: for life, or yeah, going probably to turn around? Yeah, probably life. It's just athletics. Yeah, probably. Yeah, shout out to him. I'm glad he's out at ICU. I mean, I can't imagine being eighteen and. Your whole life's in front of you. You're excited. It's like your first week of real practice, and then something crazy like this happens. So, you know, shout out to him and their family. Hopefully, he's alright. They'll probably watch him pretty closely for a bit, I but bet.
1: but I don't think that it's like oh his athletic career is
0: over. I don't think that's the case at all. Uh, maybe not physically, but you start to get into you know the psychological component. Well, or the the school component. Oh, they can cut you know. He's their third sign like he's their third best player. They could cut him oh, yeah. and do whatever they want with him, you know? Yeah. And now your reputation's weird. Yeah. Will another school take a chance on you? Will they not? How how long do you have to sit out if you get rusty mm-hmm. seasons in two months? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things. Obviously he has like a double sided sword where one edge, like you're LeBron's kid, so you get like Benny's, mm-hmm. but then you're also LeBron's kid, so you're gonna get pushed a little harder. Yeah, you know, for sure. the 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 microscope's on you. So, next week, if he stubs his toe walking down the stairs, he gets dropped from USC because now he's uncoordinated. Yeah, we're,
1: we're on guard right now for nepo babies too. So, you know, I don't even know what that is. Um, nepotism kids who are whose parents are famous. Yeah, are trying to you know write on the parents' so? name. Yeah, yeah.
0: Was it USC that got ripped? Who got ripped for all that water polo and shit? Celebrities buying their kids. Uh, USC. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That
1: wasn't just nepo. That was that was straight up like bribery. Yeah, and shit. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I'm just saying. Yeah, for it is. And USC historically is obviously very good at football and is up and down in basketball. But this squad is really good in basketball. They got like three top recruits, so it's kind of like their year to make a little bit of a statement for Southern California. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It makes me excited to watch college basketball at least. But that, yeah, there's already rumors on Twitter like, oh. uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes are going to now push to grab Bronny if USC falters in their faith in him. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Especially with, like, COVID rules haven't changed in sports, so you can, like, transfer a lot. You used to have to, like, transfer and then wait a year out and do all this shit with NC two A. but now they don't give a fuck. It's like a pro sport, so. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. can do, I think, just about anything except trade you for money.
1: I did not realize that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's gotten so different. then the NIL stuff, so you can get paid. Yeah. Yeah, there's shit the 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 landscape has changed quickly in the last 3 years for that sport. People are are yeah, it's professional. You can the 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 chance that you play 4 years at the same college is almost never going to happen again. Really? Yeah. Kinda I didn't sucks. realize it had gotten that severe. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Everyone's just flying around. Which it's good for for unrecognized talent because it is political, right? So if you're pretty good, then you go to Sac State, you show out. Mm-hmm. Now you can hop to USC. And yeah. start right away and not waste your years. Um, but then, you know, yeah, programs so, like Sac State and shit suffer. Yeah,
1: so if you're one of those programs, you get somebody who's who ends up being really, really good. But you you're only going to have them for that year. Literally right? just they're, happened. They're yeah. Gonna, yeah, Sac
0: State went crazy last year. Yeah. Coach left to Stanford. Running back, uh, <laughs> who's Little Jerry's friend in our, our gym, played college uh, high school Jerry. football. Yeah. yeah, Little Jerry. They played high school football together. Arizona State. I think the quarterback from Sac State went to Stanford with the coach. The whole team's gone. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Overnight. Where in the past that might happen because it was a kind of a miracle. Sac State was mm. so good, but mm. then they'll have to wait a year or two. Off a uh, uh, red shirt mm-hmm. and hang out and then play. So it makes you rethink that transfer at least. Yeah. Different games, different times.
1: Yeah. Another thing that hit me this morning, totally different topic, but um, it's a thing I didn't realize. This is actually an article from the Washington Post, but it was in the front page of the B because it involves California law. Um, obviously, in our space, there are a lot of people who carry the title of doctor. Yeah. Who are not medical doctors? Yeah. Well, I didn't Or are
0: our medical doctors and then come into our space for whatever reason. For whatever reason, yeah. yeah. Talking about but, squats. But yeah, but
1: like there are people, you know, there are there are chiropractors and there are physical therapists yeah. and that seems like a somewhat more legitimate use of of the title doctor because there was at least some medicine in there in, in Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah, in what they learned. Um and then there are people who have PhDs and EdDs who call themselves doctor. Yep. Some of them are working in the you know training or the um, nutritional space, but not necessarily have the academic preparation for those things. Carry the title of doctor, but are not doctors. Right, and you know the the whole issue of registered dietitians being really the only people who are legally allowed to. Um, to set your nutrition plans.
0: Yeah, that that law I don't know because uh the nutritionist dietitian balance. Yeah. Nutritionist is obviously easier to get. Yeah. It's not a cert, it might be a two year deal. And then yeah, dietitians like it's a masters. A masters, yeah. Yeah. So, so I d I don't know the law there. It's a big deal, but, but in our space in general, yeah, the amount of people that give out nutrition the, the, advice recklessly, yeah, and
1: and people who call themselves doctor or whatever, yeah, I tend to never refer to someone who is not a medical doctor as a doctor, yeah. I mean, if you want to put PhD behind your your name, that's fine, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, but when you call yourself a doctor and you're working in a space in a health related space. I think maybe calling yourself a doctor if you're not a medical doctor is a little bit of. I'm not going to say fraud.
0: No, but it's all like it's a little. It's just marketing,
1: bait and switchy marketing. You know, yeah.
0: Because if it didn't hold a white coat bias, then people wouldn't use it. Obviously, right? They know what they're doing. But the thing I
1: didn't know is that in California, unless you are a medical doctor, can't go by doc. You can't go by doctor. Interesting.
0: And there's. I wonder what the yeah the line is, um, because like verbally, right. Right. You can go by whatever but the you fuck, can't fuck you want. Market yourself. That's fair.
1: Uh, under California law, only physicians and surgeons can use the word doctor or the prefix DR.
0: That's why we got Dr. Doogie Hauser in our gym. Uh, Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Yeah. He looks like he's 12. He does look like he's 12. Yeah, he's about to be a surgeon or some shit. <laughs> he's really? really smart. Yeah. He, is he? Is he? And I know he's really smart. But no, he's he... literally doing surgery. He's cutting people open. Fuck me. Really? Yeah, he told me. Yeah. He said he's literally cut people open. Cause if you he's in clinicals or whatever, not so, like an I'll cut you kind of. Kind of no, no, not no. yeah, not in the bath times. <laughs> no, yeah, he said if he gets the right like in clinicals, he has the same like mentor over and over that uh-huh. he literally helps him already. Wow, I mean he's twenty seven, he just looks young. Oh,
1: he looks really really young. Yeah, yeah. He so looks, he's
0: paid his dues. Yeah, yeah. yeah I call him Doc. Let's introduce him as our doctor. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> he like blushes. I was like, well, you're about to be, dude. You be he, all right. He's also jacked. Yeah, he's very jacked.
1: He's very um direct. He's not a not a not a tall man, but uh no. He he told us at dinner on on Friday night that uh he's like, "Yeah, my my dad's a 5'11 white guy."
0: Yeah. I heard his dad's Hello white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is not.
1: Um anyway, this case involves a uh an, a nurse who got a, a PhD. So she has a uh, master's in nursing. That's
0: like extra like slimy then.
1: Uh yeah and well has a master's and is a nurse practitioner. Yeah. And so has always kind of used this but it What's her PhD in? Uh it's got to be it's got to be nursing practice. It's nursing practice.
0: That's an odd PhD. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, um, normally when you get one of those, yeah. it's so that you can teach. And I think that she does teach. Uh, yeah, because then that's but what I was going to say. It, but is if like, you also see patients,
0: yeah, professor is a good term, right? If if someone's like, yeah, done a lot of education on the higher up, like that's a respectful title to earn rather than yeah, like doctorate of history or whatever the fuck. Yeah, according Just call him professor.
1: This is if you read the law literally, it appears to prohibit even PhDs and university professors from using the title. I also think that if you're not, if you have a PhD but you're not teaching in at a university, yeah, that using doctor is yeah weird, a weird and confusing.
0: It is, but I mean, everyone's just walking around this round ball in space trying to get attention.
1: I, I mean, I have a master's degree and I don't call myself master. Whatever, yeah, I don't you know. know. Master
0: has the same fly anymore. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Master, commander.
0: (laughs) Start making Seabass call you master. We get some (laughs) racial lawsuits.
1: (laughs) Seabass would probably do whatever, but not even think about it. But he's over there. It's not even a master
0: bedroom. No. Everyone keeps correcting me. We're doing a bunch of house tours and I say master. I'm like, fuck. I mean, it's just in my brain. I never put that together. And I understand how people do. And I understand the history of it clearly. But when you're casually speaking, 20 years of my life, we call that a master room. Or the master room, the master bedroom. Yeah, but it's not. What? Are you, what are you calling it? The primary. Oh, and I get it. I I don't
1: see that on Zillow or on Realtor.com. Oh, swear really? to God, every yeah. realtor so,
0: I've, I've talked to, probably seven realtors in the last six months. Yeah, it's all primary. You trying to tell me that Las Vegas is woke? No, I think the whole world. Yeah, I think the whole world. They're yeah. here too. And and the master one is is something I I mean I understand it has real history. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm not woke. I don't I don't like all the. Dog shit, but master—that's some—that's a little deep rooted. <laughs> okay, i are gonna find it right here. That one's justified. In my book. You get my
1: stamp. Does it say? And Zillow? Does it say?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they—they all have moved away from as much as they can. Doesn't really. This one. This particular
1: listing doesn't say. Yep. Master Bedroom with Private Bath. That's crazy. Yeah. That's it's
0: probably just by what realtor puts it up. Yeah.
1: Because I don't think it's a— uh, My daughter-in-law works in real estate. I should ask her. Yeah. yeah, It's primaries. I'm going to text her right now. And I'm going to ask, Is Master Bedroom—
0: racist (laughs) yeah i mean that's in the eye of the beholder right (laughs) that's in the yeah the eye of the beholder i would
1: never have thought of that one that's what i'm that was my point at all
0: it's like i don't think about it but the 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 roots are clearly lined where else did it come from well but
1: well here's the thing it might be it might have been the master's bedroom but like there were no slaves sleeping in the house so like i don't know
0: no no, but I don't know if that's a relevant fact. I don't know. Yeah, because I, know. I bet you, I bet you, you talk to like British folks. I bet you they say primary. That's a good question. I don't yeah. know. No, yeah. and the rest of the world, I doubt. I doubt the translation is direct to master. It may not be, but like Spanish or French or some but uh, shit.
1: but the whole you know master bedroom implies that there's an ensuite.
0: The bathroom, yeah,
1: in the you know, uh, it's not just bigger, but in America it applies. Yeah, yeah. That the, the, that's
0: like the normish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally, yeah, it's just the bigger, the biggest room.
1: Yeah, although they're starting to build places now that are two bedroom, two bath.
0: Most new houses have a bath attached to each room. Yeah, which makes sense. so two bedroom, three bath. Really? Yeah, ours is like three and three, It's like two and a half. Yeah, ours is three and three. Ours is three and three and a half. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's the, that's the new norm. Yeah and then the other one's just the biggest And normally it's put away Yeah Where the other rooms might be next to each other The master's like Hidden somewhere Or on the upside of the kitchen Or some shit Yeah That's how our house is But that's because it was that, that part of the house was added on You know Oh separately
1: 30 years later Yeah yeah Something like that Yeah Uh, So we spent the weekend in LA
0: Yeah a Little Los Angeles time Barber Brigade The Mecca West, Maybe the first to do it The West Coast Mecca Yeah, I think it's still like the mecca to me, and I understand the West Side thing. But like, if you're not invited, you literally have a sign that like says, "I'm going to sound so woke on this episode." But you have like a sign that says, "Like, no women go in there," like all this stuff. Yeah, you got to be invited. You know, it's all like you can't you can't be a member. Yeah, like does that? You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I think that a lot of people refer to the Golds in Venice, which is also known as the mecca. Mecca. True, but it's the
0: mecca of body. Yeah, yeah. Not our world. Yeah, yeah. If you take Powerlifting and you turn it to a public gym, but I think Barbell, as far as I know, is the first to like do it on a large scale. Yeah, that's why I call it the Mecca.
1: Yeah, that, that's you know what I mean. Like
0: obviously the YouTube, Instagram world, but like I couldn't think of a like even super training. You know, you like had to get there in like a weird way. You know, you kind of not invite necessarily. We kind of got to know a guy to know a guy. You can't show up. but Chances are you aren't going to last. You know, you kind of have to wiggle your way in. Where. Yeah, Golds, you could obviously just sign up, get a membership. West Side, you got to nobody, know somebody to kind of sneak in or get invited. Yeah. And there was other, like, little powerlifting ones, you know, like probably like uh, so Wyoming, Oklahoma. We knew some guy that, you know, owned a powerlifting gym here and there. But still, it's more like men's clubs. A little bit, yeah. You know, it was yeah. like rent a space, your homies train there. So to open it big and then to open it in L.A., And yeah, I think they're going on maybe 11 years, 12 years. Barber Brigade? home like that it's probably 13 14 yeah it's probably 10 years oh huh, wow yeah, 9 10 years
1: which is crazy um the response from my daughter-in-law is some people definitely think so i think he's racist i understand the reasoning the primary term is or primary popular replacement term pardon me is primary bedroom owner's suite is uh, one I've heard, but it's less common. Yeah, Yeah, I just keep hearing primary. Um, Yeah, I get it, but I don't, I mean, I don't know. It kind of, I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably never going to make that replacement in my head because I don't, yes. I never thought about it as being racist and I don't think that it's, I think a lot of people don't, so. I don't yeah,
0: know. yeah.
1: Not that I'm trying to be anti-woke here, but, or woke or anything else, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's the, tough part about anything if you have something regular in your speech yeah and it's regular in your movies and it's regular in society and then but it but it harms some people and i don't know who gets harmed because everyone's just fucking on twitter oh know. no it's x now
1: yeah the it's, x. Not, it's not it's not twitter anymore it's x
0: yeah i read some i don't know if they're conspiracies or like people trying to fill that out too it makes sense like uh he, he wants a platform for like everything which i understand right and that's why i like I think he's he's going along long form, and he's trying to entice. He just added ad rev there, like big ad rev mm-hmm. for videos. Um, but he's very selective about who he's giving it to. Yeah, you got to pay them to get it. But so is YouTube now. You know, everyone's rules change. Twitch is probably the most selective. It's impossible to get paid on Twitch now. Really? Yeah, it's really hard. You, you need like, you could fit all their categories. It's like, you know, 100 concurrent viewers, stream 30 days, like all these things, and still get rejected, even though you hit each point really yeah yeah it's a, it's an application process like college Jeez. yeah so that's kind of here nor there for me at least but um i do know that he wants to pay equal or above youtube he's trying to entice them which, which ain't much no yeah which it all sucks but yeah and then he's enticing a bunch of people i see him tweeting fucking mr beast and shit to put their stuff up there or other other like I, i've heard that it's zeats zeet's now what's zeet's oh that's how you say it yeah 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 i don't know where you go with that especially when threads are out and we didn't even know what to call that threads are just threads yeah what's what's you could just call it a post right you you can call anything like instagram doesn't have any cool names Oh, reels you still call it a post story yeah i still call it a post. post did they invent story
1: uh instagram yeah
0: probably snap did snap have it first I think Snap had it first technically, but, but I, don't I don't know don't what think they, they called used, it. I don't yeah, think they, they called, called it that. a Snap. I think they called it a Snap. What happened to B Real? That shit died. B Real fucking died. I, oh, B Real. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did hear about that.
1: Somewhere yeah. Along yeah, it's
0: all there. posts, long or short. But yeah, I mean, I think you can throw two hour podcasts on fucking Twitter. Really? Yeah, I've watched them. And hypothetically, I like it because like, the shareability of Twitters and the discoverability of Twitters actually probably the best. Yeah. You know, the algorithm's tight which is, like, tight, not as in cool, but as in, like, works well, works quick. Mm. You go, like, three dog fucking tweets, and your whole feed's going to be dogs. That's a fair point. Yeah. yeah. Which is good, right? And if you want to, like, cater your own things, as long as you're aware of it, you know? Obviously, it becomes a little echo chamber if you get into real subjects, but if you're just there for entertainment, you can find just basketball shit. You can find just dog shit. Right. Hopefully not dog shit. Not actual dog shit dog things maybe
1: but um yeah poopy gone yeah um yeah so well, we had some members compete how many i lost track of how many actual members competed eight, eight maybe
0: that's a lot and yeah, maybe eight compete and maybe shit 20 rolled down it was a lot it was a it was a lot of the a lot of our regulars yeah i was thinking about powerlifting <laughs> and like i was like oh i wonder if like there's every meet just like a big meet now but then we've been to a bunch me and Seabass over the year and like they're not, even though they feel like they are. A lot of them are selling out, which is cool, because there's mm-hmm. a demand, and there's more lifters, and there's not enough meat directors, which is mm-hmm. fine. And that obviously depends on where you live. I'm talking California mostly. North North is really, really thirsty for them, but the South as well. Um, but two, like, there's still a production value, and then there's still, which is cool, shout out to Bart and them. Um, obviously, you all know that he's good friends with me, but it sounds like I'm jerking him off. But uh, be- there's like a name. Beaching him off. Yeah. there's t- Yeah. <laughs> there's still like a, a, a name, like an honor that comes with it, you know, Yeah. like going to another meet's school and whatever, but barbells meet still Barbara Gade. Right. You know, after 10 years, that's, that's saying something. And so like that meet still felt bigger. The crowd was still bigger. People would come just hang out. Where like a regular small meet. It's, it is still just your girlfriend in the crowd. No one cares. I would say this is,
1: this is, you know, a, a metric that you, you can't apply to very many powerlifting meets, but, um, uh, The toilet factor. Oh, yeah. Um, The meat that we had here, that we had, you know, two-day meat. Yeah. Almost 200 lifters, whatever, whatever, and and tons and tons and tons of of people in the crowd. The toilets were trashed by mid-afternoon day one. Yeah. And the ones at Barbell Brigade were not bad. Yeah, they tried Even to do at the what, end of the day.
0: They tried to do what we did. We didn't enforce it that well, but we were trying to make indoor toilets lifters and staff, right, and right. outdoor toilets for everyone else. And they tried to do that. Maybe they just they enforced it pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, it always gets weird, right? You have a thousand people come through a door. Yeah, I have no idea how many people out. they had. A, yeah, attending
1: in the crowd, like it was packed though. It was, especially by the end of the day, it was yeah. really, really packed. It was good. Got very
0: humid in there. Yeah, it was a little little dampy. It's crazy. You go five hours south, and it, I mean, LA is just more humid than here in general, but. Yeah. Yeah, it gets. A little closer to the equator. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of lifts. Like the average strength level is insane. You know, you go to any meet and there's some strong motherfuckers stomping around. A lot of ladies, a lot of dudes. That yeah, was cool. USAPL meet. Yeah. It started off
1: scheduled as a USPA meet, and Bart wisely pulled away from that, and. Uh,
0: yeah, they, they run about one meet a year. I think they might move into two. They've had a lot of shifts, like as all brands do, but they have a, a really good GM in place for the gym, and I think he's grabbing the reins and kind of figuring out where and what he wants to do with the events, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. USA, I mean, USPL, despite all the bullshit rules and headaches they have along the way, like the the crowd right now is more – I guess it's like a younger crowd they're more into the sport I think Mm -hmm. they're more enthusiastic of a crowd they're less of a grumpy crowd it tends to be more of a positive crowd and I've been around a lot of them and obviously there's tons of great lifters in the WRPF and stuff but it feels like a tighter knit community as of right now from my observations in the USAPL versus other feds the feds have like all separated more which I don't like WRPF lifters Even worse than before, I think, don't care and don't know USAPL lifters, and USAPL lifters don't know and don't care about untested lifters, which I think is lame. I think we should all, despite whether you wear knee sleeves or not, whether you use a deadlift bar or not, I think you should have a general respect for the sport and the history of it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of dying, which sucks, Um, but... The communities within because you can be part of like the niche community and like love a stiff bar and love the usapl mm-hmm. and love the ipf and all this bullshit but still like understand like dan bell is a bad motherfucker you know like dan griggs is crazy jamal browner and they all know jamal browner but that's probably just because he runs with russ and the usapl crowd yeah anybody else like they don't know like dan griggs also pulls a thousand that's a bad motherfucker dan bell's the strongest dude to ever walked the planet that's a bad motherfucker like you can still respect it um which is weird. And and part of it's just being young, I guess. But the opposite happens too. You know, the WRPF, I can could, I could tell, isn't as in tuned with where I just like watch powerlifting. Why can't you just like both?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah.
0: and the IPF rips, you know, some of the USAPL crowd uh, again. But, and it just happens quick, you know. Because I, I already predict in two or three years, I don't think USAPL is going to be as popular as it is. Uh, unless something happens with the IPF, you know. It's probably not going to happen, I think, they IPF. they work out that their issue or... Yeah, because powerlifting order America already took the bid though, so they're kind of fucked. Yeah, well, they have to survive for that to be the
1: case. I mean, there hasn't still hasn't been a a a big um, powerlifting America meet in California.
0: No, but I don't know. They like a
1: like a, 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 like one meet, very small number of lifters, something like that.
0: Yeah, I know that. Yeah, the amount wasn't there, but I do know. Yeah, obviously it leads you to the IPF, um, and obviously nationals are going to be big. Yeah, I don't know. Because the USAPL meets used to not be that big either, right? Because you're just trying to call for nationals. Yeah. It's just with the influx of lifters that local meets became big and cool because there's so many people trying to do them, right? Yeah, it's interesting. We'll see. We shall see. Things move quick, though, within the niche. You know, because it's a big crowd, and the crowd is just a bunch of, not in an insulting way, a bunch of followers. So if, if something cool happens with powerlifting America, mm. yeah, they'll all just dance over there. There's like no harm for them. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And as they get older, it'll be interesting, too. Like, you know, they're all 20 to 28 now, but are they going to end up WRPF lifters? You know, because that plays a role, too. Mm -hmm. Just being younger, you're more likely to head the natty route, right? As you age, you you may be more likely to dabble.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Adrian got a first place. Did we have any other lifters get first
0: place? No, which is crazy. Like... Daniel put up like a four thirty dots. The doctor we were talking about, which yeah. is really fucking strong. I don't even think he podiumed. <laughs> That's like powerlifting, right? You just never know who's going to show up, and just yeah. randomly, people in his weight class were strong as shit. You know, the dude weighs a buck sixty. I think he squatted four seventy, bench three oh eight, pulled five thirty or something. You know, like he's fucking strong. That's yeah. really strong for a local meet, but and it's, it, it is a little bit more than a local meet, right? It's barber Brigade, so. The, the, it's kind the, of a big regional meet. Yeah, the people ways, are going to yeah. show up, or might be a little stronger than your very average me. But I mean, that's the beauty, and that's you know, not some cliche and corny. But the beauty is, you have a dot score, and you try to improve that. You have three different PRs, and you try to improve that. Mm. But you know, yeah, I mean, you you show up, and John Hack shows up, you got no chance to win, and, and you can't control who signs up. Yeah, that's yeah, true. which is which is part of the reason I don't like the sport, but part of the reason I think it's best for most people. There's, you know, because it's not really a competition. Yeah. You know, it's it's more just testing your strength. Yeah. Yeah, it's a test.
1: Um, bass, you, you, you were number three? Yeah. In C- your weight class? What C- weight class?
0: Seabass C- podiumed the 100 kilos. A very light 100 kilos. Yeah, super light. <laughs> yeah. He, he's on his way back down to the 90s, but competed 100. Podium's still good. PR's all around. Again, yeah, like who cares about the podium, right? If you hit a PR... If you feel good, you leave injury free, and then he pr in the back room afterwards. Yeah, yeah. He went
1: back and for for his fourth attempt, that wasn't on the platform. He pulled five ninety five, right? Yeah, four eighty
0: four, four forty four, five eighty four, five eighty four. Yeah. Oh, 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 is the kilo? Yeah. Good weekend though. Quick turnaround. I'm tired. It was. Long. Yeah, I'm still tired. Yeah. Uh,
1: you didn't hear it apparently, but there was a just fucking giant loud concert. Yeah.
0: At the at, like outside the hotel. I uh, uh, driving into the hotel. I could hear those concerts everywhere because we were yeah. by like the Disney Hall concert and shit, and the music was loud. So I heard like three different bands, but I was just exhausted. I, yeah, getting up early, and the next day we got up early, got Avier, a little training session in, like six thirty. Yeah, just getting done. Concert did not knock off until till uh, midnight.
1: I had to be up at five to go to the airport, and I woke up, you know, four twenty or something like that. Wakes up, and yeah, never went back to sleep i was just exhausted all day oh and then on the trip home this was this is the weirdest thing ever to me uh, the weirdest thing has ever happened to me on an airplane um there was a delay number one like usually we, first flight out you you know that the plane is already there it's like during the winter that's actually kind of the move if you absolutely have to get some places you take the first plane out because you, you know it's been sitting there all all night Suddenly, there's a maintenance problem at the last minute. They didn't do any maintenance during the night. Apparently, they did all at the last minute, and there was a problem they couldn't solve. That took an hour, and then they finally canceled a flight to Vegas so that we could use that plane to come to Sacramento. I don't. Know, maybe, maybe there were more people on it. I don't know how they make this decision. Yeah. And then um, they get us all on the plane, and the uh, pilot is like. You know, apologizing for the delay and saying, "Hey, you know, we kind of got in trouble last week, but we can actually like fly faster than whatever, and we're just we're willing to do that to cut off some of the some of the delay for you." So you Going supersonic, yeah, right. Whatever. And just as he's finishing saying that, this gate agent walks onto the plane and like, uh, does is there so and so so and so on the plane? Does anybody have a boarding pass with this name on it? And no one responds and she comes back three more times with just that thing and nobody shows up finally she says well that didn't work uh does anybody have the boarding pass b26 and one guy had the boarding pass b26 and they took him off the plane i don't know what the hell happened there
0: i wonder if it was a part of the vegas switch or some shit uh, I think it might have possibly right. been because if you get like your boarding pass the night before or late or early and it still says like gate this or plane this, but you have to scan your boarding. pass yeah. yeah. But on that's on the Yeah, that's yeah on Well, them. I think yeah. I think this is a systems problem. Yeah. And then yeah, because it makes a weird beep.
1: Yeah, and then yeah, well that happened in front of me. Like I had I had a, a pretty low A number. Yeah, and um, it happened in front of me. This old guy's thing. Booped instead yeah. of beeped or whatever, and and they still let him on the plane. So, but yeah. and he wasn't the one at issue for
0: whatever reason. Southwest is uh, obviously they had the winter haggles that went fucking yeah, nuts. I, but well, they, they
1: just haven't invested in infra- infrastructure the way yeah. they should yeah, have. Yeah, it by sounds this like
0: point. just all their data is a little backwards. Yeah,
1: and then so, f- like, finally, this gate agent comes in and says, I need to check everyone's boarding pass and ID. So, One person goes to the whole fucking plane, one person, person by person to check their ID and their, um, and I didn't see them take anybody else off after that. Yeah, must have just been that dude. But then they, um, then they let this woman on at the last minute and the other flight attendant is like, "Uh, do you want to sit in an aisle or a a middle seat or whatever? And she's like, I don't care. I just want to get on the plane (laughs) at that point. That was another 45 minutes. So the whole flight was, you know, almost two hours late.
0: Yeah. Traveling sucks. We need to teleport. Yeah, absolutely. I need the teleportation.
1: (coughs) Any other takeaways from this
0: meet? Not much. You know, Uh, you know, I took a little break for the pandemic, not going to meets and shit, and um, yeah, it's it has grown. It's growing like crazy. We had like a big burst, you know, twenty fourteen to twenty sixteen, but seems like another huge burst. I see a lot of big social media folks running it. Um, So it would just be interesting to see where it heads. You know, yeah, we had, some of the higher ups need to lock in what the fuck they're doing to, to kind of allow this sport to grow. You know, a lot of times it's, it seems like it's self-inflicted. Um, yes, it does. For yeah, sure. shit along the way. Yeah. Whether, whether little rules of media or little rules of just like old or, boys club type shit. A little
1: bit of bias. Yeah. I would say a and, little and bit and of I, bias.
0: I don't know if you can get rid of that, you know, because that's probably in the NBA, right? We always talk about like yeah. LeBron James gets more calls than X. Like there's going to be biases, but... Um, they, they can't, like, stop the whole bus, you know? And, and I think it's proven that it won't, right? That's why the USAPL moved away from the IPF. Mm. And as soon as the, the, the complaints or the issues get louder, this crowd can go to the in America, this crowd can go kind of anywhere. A new Fed's... A, I mean, Powerlifting America's a brand new Fed. You have and I have lived through eight new Feds being born and Probably dying. at least. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's possible. And it's not like these Feds are born and then fail. Like, they're born, have a ton of success, and then fail. Yeah. So you know, anything's possible, but I, I just don't think some folks in charge, And it's, I get it. You know, you never think that your shit's going to dim out when you're catching momentum, but you got to kind of keep up. You got to, you got to act with some urgency when you're running businesses and you're running federations and, um, act like it matters because it, it can kind of disappear. So it, it will be interesting in three years. What, what may happen? Uh,
1: I think that part of it is because it's, I mean, it's not really a big business in a lot of ways and it, you know, powerlifting is a hobby, um, but it's the people who are like, well, this is my hobby, and I want my hobby to be this particular way and not ever change or evolve. Yeah, or, yeah. That's that's when you run into
0: problems. Or if they change it, they change it in, like, weird ways, you know? Other media rules or adding this rule or that rule, and and maybe the intentions are good, but, I mean, again, just, you know in general but powerlifters especially like just because you know how to powerlift doesn't mean you're going to be a good gym owner doesn't mean you're going to be a good meat director doesn't mean you know what's best for the sport and so I understand trying to make some decisions to with your intentions may may be good um, but a lot of folks just don't always have foresight you know in life ripple effect or think things through always and that's that's like kind of number one to do anything major in business or projects or events like how, can you see a couple steps ahead to see how these decisions you make or procedures you set up may yeah, turn up? Yeah, uh, we were talking
1: a little, a little bit about uh, the media thing and like barring any outside media. Yeah. That seems really weird to me. I think uh, it's still a thing at national I, I understand the issue of trying to make it um, profitable enough for the media company that you bring in to – to make money yeah. or to have exclusivity or whatever, <clears throat> but think about it this way: say you're running a big meet and you make a deal with a hotel to do like you know um, accommodations for your for lifters and and whatever, and then you require them to stay there. Yeah, yeah. To me, it's the same thing. You yeah, can't similar. do that. You can't do that. I mean, I understand that you're trying to make the economics work. For whoever is giving you the discounted lodging, yeah, but you don't actually have control over people's behavior like that, and you and you shouldn't.
0: Yeah, well, and just yeah, look at the scope of things. You know, like one, it's it is like social media driven, and anyone that says that's that's not the case is an axe like liar. Like yeah. the, the sport grew because of social media, one hundred percent. Where NBA and stuff did not. NBA was tied into ESPN or something that got a mm-hmm. procedure because they thought they had a good product of Mm view but even them they'll have one big contract for the main broadcast right but you think uh so say it's on tnt you don't think espn magazine gets a photographer in there oh yeah right you don't think cnn if lebron james and his son are on the same team get a get a photographer in there or a journalist in there Mm -hmm. those end um press conferences have every news station on the planet um so yeah how are you going to try to isolate back rooms and isolate access for cameras it really does just constrict the amount of reach you have for per event like it just kind of again getting in your own way you're shooting yourself in the foot in right kind of self self-inflicting pain yeah sure the broadcast can be whatever company mm-hmm. you know because that's one gig but then just say that all right no live streams of the event or no you know tripoded camera or whatever you, you make like little rules but just saying like oh you can't take pics which is common it's not every meet but it's common just kind of makes no sense. Uh,
1: I've always thought that was just counterproductive. Yeah. Because, like, do you want people to know
0: that you had a meat?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that... that yeah,
0: you don't want the free press?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I don't know. I mean, they say all oh,
0: publicity is good publicity.
1: Yeah. And, then just don't fuck up your meat. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, don't just, fuck
0: up your meat if you're scared of bad shit being pushed out.
1: Yeah. Don't feel like you have to control the narrative like that. That's, that doesn't make any sense to me at all
0: people aren't business folks always sadly no no all right i think that's about all i got today um we might tap into quarterbacks i think it's called i don't know what it's called oh yeah something like that yeah um i I think it's called quarterbacks on netflix i heard it's really good patrick mahomes i just saw some clips he's working out so we might tap into that soon ladies and gentlemen brand new tea launch is live right now you want to grab some of the habitat launch as well as our first comp meat teas um same premium quality you are used to 3sb.co uh, goodcompanydiscord.com if you want to tap in, you want to get first dibs on all clothing, all sizes before it sells out. Uh, some of our sandals are still in, but a bunch have sold out in sizes. If you want to check those out, the first dibs is goodcompanydiscord.com, uh, like-minded community. And uh, I'm Solomon Mike, where you want to find me? Uh, I actually have, speaking of the Discord, um, I just got
1: a pitch yesterday, a pretty good, like here's the thing, we get pitched to a lot of guests and we don't take uh, up very many of them because... Most of the time, we've never heard of them, and if we've never heard of them, you've never heard of them, and you may not get anything at all, but um, I was pitched somebody who, like we, early on, we had um, Trip Kramer, Trip, uh on the show, to talk, uh, we did like three shows about, uh, about dating advice, and then I recently re-ran that show, or one of those shows, and... If you are in the Discord, or you want to go to the Discord, and let us know whether you would um, appreciate another show about dating advice. I was pitched a someone in a similar space with a little bit different twist. Who actually their their PR person did their homework because that never happens, right? I mean, I get pitched just blindly, and people like they they pick up a couple of little little things that we may have done lately to try to make it sound like they've actually paid attention to the show. But this is somebody who actually paid attention to the show and, and was able to cite all sorts of stuff that we've done. Um, so I, this is one I'm willing to consider a little bit more if people are interested in, um, in dating advice. Uh, beyond that, I am at The McD and all the social media of this show is 50% Facts, where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. 50% Facts is a speaker, speaker prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we'll talk to you Friday.